the power of the Holy Eucharist. I don't think we as human beings can wrap our arms around Jesus Christ himself. And on top of that, we cannot wrap our minds around the precious body and blood of Christ at every Eucharistic feast. When we go to Mass and we go to receive the Word, which is God, we go to experience the Mass and we take into our minds and in our hearts the words of Christ. And at the end of the Mass, we take his body into our body and something changes within us. This change that I talk about is not something that happens instantaneously, but it's a change that slowly begins the more you are engaged in a relationship with Jesus Christ. To us, when we see the Holy Eucharist, we see the priests hold the precious body of Jesus. It's not just a symbol, it's a sacrament. And that sacrament is taken very seriously by the faithful. We truly believe that it is the precious body of our Lord Jesus Christ living inside of us upon the moment we consume and say, yes, Lord. Amen. I talk about the Holy Eucharist today because I don't think that we really truly believe that the precious host is the body of Christ. If we knew that, we would be rushing into all the churches on a daily basis. And if there was multiple masses going on, on during the day of my ancestors, sometimes seven masses a day, my great-grandmother would go and she would receive Christ. I don't think we really understand our faith to the degree that we should. We, we should be taking the time to understanding our faith. We should be taking the time to be understanding of our God. And being in a relationship with him requires all of our attention. 110% of us invested in Christ. He wants us to recognize him at the Mass. He wants us to recognize him living inside of us. And he wants more for us than we could possibly imagine. So when I received the Eucharist today, which I have been doing on a daily basis since the death of my paternal grandmother, which was in uh, St. Patrick's Day of, two th of 1990, I have devoted my life to Christ in the form of engaging in a relationship with him, praying to him, going to the Mass, receiving the sacraments, the Sacrament of Reconciliation, probably one of the most important sacraments we could ever receive in asking God to forgive us for the times that we have failed ourselves, our family, our children, our friends, our neighbors. 
It's so important to recognize how much we have failed in this life so that God could take those failures and forgive them because we humble ourselves before him and, and strengthen us to not make those same mistakes or sins in the future. I take reconciliation very seriously. I think we all should be taking it more seriously than we do. We're, if we're fortunate enough to be in a really great church community, there's confession every single week. And on the weekends, even before the Mass begins. So we need to cleanse our consciences of the errors that we made that were deliberate and those that we fail to see because we have blind spots. Jesus knows all of these things because he created you. He created you in your mother's womb and he knew you before you were even born. And he knew the kind of person you were going to grow up to be. If you were going to be giving of him and speaking of him to the church, to the people, if whether or not you were going to serve him in your youth or in your middle-aged years or be devoted your entire life long. If we have ancestors that are still alive, like great-parents, great-grandparents, or even parents of that matter, and if they're living in a state of grace and they're showing you the example of the importance of faith, consider yourself one of the richest people alive. Faith is the true way of knowing God, loving God, and serving God. Faith is a saving grace. Faith is a protective shield against the harm of this world. Faith allows us to enter into a different realm, my brothers and sisters, that is full of peace, God's peace, God's joy, percolating joy. I think God wants more for us than we give him credit for. I would never dare say an ill-bred word against God because I know how good God has been to my family, to my ancestors who have gone before me. I saw the goodness. I saw the happiness. I saw the blessings, the exponential blessings of great health of mind, body, soul, and spirit was given to them. We too can have that same gift given to us, but we have to believe, my brothers and sisters, we have to believe that Jesus Christ is truly present in the Holy Eucharist. Eucharistic miracles are happening all over the world. There are those of us who were born into the faith, raised into the faith, and have seen miracles, have seen visions of Mary and Jesus, have seen the face of Jesus, and in different parts of the world, and I remember one time I was walking the Seven Mile Bridge in the Florida Keys and I saw the face of Jesus on one of the stop signs and I knew right then and there who I was walking with. I knew that he had me in the palm of his hand and once you walk that close with Jesus you start seeing things that no one else talks about but 
except for the saints, or you read about it in the books, you know, visions of Mary. And I was given that gift. I was given the gift to see Jesus. I was given the gift to see miraculous things. One time I was on the balcony, and uh, my husband and I were newly acquainted as, uh, you know, dating, beginning of our courtship. And this beautiful vision of an angel, I believe it was uh, Raphael, who covered both my future husband and I with his wings. And all I could hear in the voice to my heart was, this is a blessed and holy union. Another time, Pope John Paul II was uh, passed. And in Rome, they were having his funeral mass. And I couldn't be there. And I remember crying because I have such a devotion to my Polish pope, being half Polish myself and half Italian. I said to the Lord, you know, Lord, you really, really love me. You allowed me to see the vision of Pope John Paul kneeling at the altar of my church in the Keys. And then you brought his precious vial of blood to our church, and my husband processed with three other parishioners, bringing in the replica of the Bible that was blowing in the wind made of brass that was in Rome the day of his funeral with the vial of his blood in it. Yes, the Lord loves us so much that he could even bring a saint to our church. And a supernatural experience can be experienced the deeper you walk with Christ. These are just a couple examples that God has been so gracious in allowing me to experience. So again, getting back to the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the precious blood and body of Christ. You want to know your Creator? Go to church. You want to experience beautiful experiences with Christ? Go to confession. Be humble. Be humble for the God that created you because eventually when this world is over he will come for you and take you to himself but you want to be good enough to keep that's why you have to be in a state of grace that's why you have to go to confession and then you can receive the precious body of Christ and and you can feel that beautiful union with him strengthening you day after day to do his work And he will tell you what your mission is and your sole purpose in life is because you'll become that tight with him, that close with him. That's how beautiful of a Lord we serve. My brothers and sisters, these are just some of the stories I gently want to share with you. I don't want to scare anybody away. All I want to do is draw you in closer to Christ because I feel in my heart we all need to have that intimate relationship to bring us to the fruitfulness that is Him. Without Him, there is no fruit. Without Him, there is no joy. Without Him, there is no forgiveness. There is no humility. There are no beatitudes. He died for every single sin committed against Him, for us, so we can be with Him together forever, for all eternity. Let us show Him our appreciation while we're still alive. Let's not miss this opportunity to be lovers of Christ and show the world our love through our example. Amen.